a writer wrote, he said, sleeping for many, it's not a robber of time, but it's a refuge. It's eight hours, six hours, four hours of just nothing for a wounded, weary soul. And I want to go a little different direction today, and I, I may just be reaching for two or three. But I, I want to talk to somebody. I think it's one or two in the house, and somebody might be watching by Internet. But I want to talk to somebody. What do you do when you can't see a way out? Which way do you turn when you can't see a way out? When you see God moving in this and this and this and this, but this one's not turning around and this is not changing and this is no different. Has anybody ever been there? When you're praying and he's fixing all this and he's changing all this and he's moving in all this, then this right here, just nothing's changing, nothing's different. Psalms fifty fifteen: call upon me in the day of trouble and I will deliver thee and thou shalt glorify me. Psalms 34, 3 and 4. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. When I don't see a way out, which way do I turn? Isaiah 43, 15, 16. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the creator of Israel, your King. Thus saith the Lord, which maketh a way in the sea and a path in the mighty waters, which maketh a way in the sea and, and, and a path in the mighty waters. I want to deal with about five or six different areas. What do you do when you don't see a way out in just life, just, just, just plain life? Your home, just your, your mind, your life. Well, what do you do when you don't see a way out? When, when you, whether you're living for the Lord or not, pe- people... People think just because you live for the Lord, it's a bed of roses. If it was a bed of roses, nobody would long for heaven. This would be a perfect world. But when we see God's people face crises and God's people go through valleys and God's people. And it makes me sometimes wonder, the person that don't have the Lord, what do they turn to? How do they hold their sanity? How do they survive? What do they do at midnight when nobody's there? But in Psalm 61, 2 and 3, For from the ends of the earth I will cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. From the ends of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to that rock that is higher than I. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me, get me to that rock that is higher than I. John, John's about to experience this little baby on the way. Others here, babies on the way. But, but John and Michael would be down in the floor playing. I'm their father. I'm no less their father. I'm no more their father. Everything would be fine. All of a sudden, it'd thunder real loud or the wind would blow or something would happen. And they'd run and stick them little arms out and say, hold me. Hallelujah. Friend, if you're being overwhelmed, can I tell somebody just to run to him today? Don't don't run from him. Don't turn. If you're being overwhelmed, when I'm overwhelmed, when I'm li- listening to this, and I don't I don't want to sound mean to you or me, but I'm telling you, when I'm overwhelmed, I don't always need you to quote me a scripture. When I'm overwhelmed, I don't always need you to preach me a sermon. Sometimes I just need you to get me by the hand and say, if I can get you to him, Hallelujah! Somebody ought to praise him. When I'm 
when I'm overwhelmed, lead me to that rock that is higher than I. Can I tell somebody, there's a rock that's higher than me and you. There's a rock that's bigger than this storm. There's a rock that's bigger than this problem. There's a rock that's bigger than this trial. There's a rock that's bigger than this valley. A little precious dear friend of Sheila, just her life's going through a crisis and she just said, I can't do this no more. And I've been sending her some scriptures. When I'm overwhelmed, there's one that's not overwhelmed. And when I don't have the answer, there's one that has the answer. And I don't know which way to turn. There is a way maker. There is a rock. Hallelujah. So when you don't know which way to turn, just call on Jesus. When you don't know which way to go, call on Jesus. For that has been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. And he said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou hearest my voice. Somebody's watching this that's, that's on the internet that's drifted from the Lord or not where you ought to be. Quit letting the devil torment your mind. Say, well, when I get back where I should be, I'll start praying. I'll start reaching for him. The fact is, we need him right now. And, and Jonah said, I'm not in a good place. I'm in the belly. I'm down on the bottom. But if I don't call him, I probably won't ever come out. But I'm going to call on him right where I am right now. Hallelujah. I wish somebody just say, help me, Jesus. I, I, I don't think it's just going to be an average service. I feel somebody going to get help today. I felt it for hours. I caught one or two. Smiles. I said, I just feel like somebody Somebody going to get help today. I feel like there's going to be some help in the house. Hallelujah. Quit letting the devil tell you up. You miss God. You fail God. Bad things don't just happen to mean people. Good people go through valleys. Good people hurt and good people suffer and good people face trials and tests. But many are the afflictions of the righteous but the Lord. I said but the Lord delivereth out of them all because the eye of the Lord is on the righteous and his ear is open to our cry. Hallelujah. Would you help me preach? Would you turn around and tell somebody deliverance is on the way. Help is on the way. Many are the afflictions of the righteous but not the president, not the preacher, not the bishop, not the apostle, but the Lord, the Lord, the Lord delivereth out of them all. The faithfulness of the Lord. The faithfulness of the Lord. Jonah said, but I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that I have vowed. Salvation is the Lord. And the Lord spake unto the fish and it vomited Jonah Upon dry land. If God can speak to a fish, don't he don't you know he can speak to your situation? Don't you know he can speak to your crisis? He can speak to this thing that you're going through. When somebody's overwhelmed in their health, when it's somebody in your family or somebody that's going through, I want to remind somebody he's still the Lord. He's still the Lord. He's still the Lord. He's still the Lord. Sometime you'll go to your family doctor and he'll look and he'll say, well, I've got to send you to this one and this one and this one. And it's got to be a heart doctor and got to be a bone doctor and got to be a, a liver doctor. And he'll send you to one after another after another. But when you go to Jesus, you don't have to go nowhere else. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now that, that preach by itself. When you go to Jesus, when you get to Jesus, you don't have to look no further. You don't need another specialist. He's a present help in time of trouble. He's present help. 
He's present help. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood, Mark 5, 25, an issue of blood 12 years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and it's been all she had. It was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her in her body that she was healed of that plague. Hallelujah. You've done come out in the rain. You've done made it in the building. You've done shared and got ready and you're all in the house of God. Don't just sit there. Somebody touch him today. I feel him in the house, but it's not enough if you don't touch him. It's not enough if something in you don't release. Hallelujah. Sing a verse. Somebody just stand to your feet and say, God, I don't want to leave here without touching you. I don't want to something to break off I I just want to have church today I want somebody to find some help today you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles you've been hearing the same old voice tell the same old lies you're trying to feel the same old holes inside there's a better life yes there is there's a better life And if you got pain He's a pain taker Yes, if you feel lost He's a way maker If you need freedom Or saving He's a prison shaking Savior If you got chains He's a chain believe that I believe that I believe that if if there's trouble and just just in in your finances in your needs and you say well I don't know what I'm going to meet my I don't know what I'm going to do and in in Matthew 17:24 when they came to Capernaum they received tribute money they that received tribute money they came to Peter and says does not your master pay tribute when he was coming to his house, Jesus prevented him, saying, What thankest thou, Simon of, Simon of who do the kings of the earth take custom or tribute, of their own children or of strangers? And Peter saith unto them, Of strangers, just on them, then are the children free. Notwithstanding, lest we should be offended them, go thou to the sea and cast a hook and take up the fish and first come up. And when thou hast opened his mouth, thou shalt find a piece of money. That take and give unto them for me and thee. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've read that story and I've just smiled, but I wonder, I have pondered. Now, he didn't find a gold nugget that just happened to be there. It was a coin. 
So somewhere, somewhere, Jesus, I don't believe he took for somebody that desperately needed it, but somewhere, some old rich fisherman was out there or something or something's going on, and I don't know, I don't know what was going on at all, but the Lord let one of those coins fall overboard. And 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 they say they say that oceans can cover with sand and it can do, but the heaven looked down and he said, a Little old coin, you're not going to ever be covered with sand till the right fish goes by. Hallelujah. And he let he let he let ten thousand fish go by. But the Lord spoke to the right fish at the right day. Hallelujah. The right fish at the right time. And it picked up that coin. And then when he threw his hook in, they must have been a hundred fish go by. And the Lord wouldn't let none of them bite it. Hallelujah. But then the right fish at the right time went by. And he said, I've got you here to help this man. Hallelujah. And if God can do all that, don't you know he can put food on your table? Don't you know he can meet your insurance payment or your light bill? Hallelujah. I wish somebody cry out to him. I'm not going to let life overwhelm me. I'm going to go to him. I'm going to call on him. I'm going to reach for him. I'm going to cry out to him. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's a present help. Casting all you care on him, for he careth about you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the multitude's there, and he said on the 4,000, he said, Give you them to eat. And they said, We have no more fish but five loaves and two fishes, except we should go and buy meat for all the people. When you got thousands of people, what, what is that amount? Five loaves and two fishes. For they were about 5,000 men. And he said unto his disciples, Make them sit down by fifties in a company. And they did so, and he made them sit down. But he took the five loaves and the two fishes, and he looked up to heaven, and he blessed them and break. And he gave to the disciples to set before the multitude. And they did eat, and they were all filled, and they were taken up of the fragments that remained to them, twelve baskets. And as she was going to fetch it, he said to her, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in that this little widow woman. She's starving. She ain't got nothing to eat. She's got just a few sticks. She's going to build one fire and her and her boy's going to die. And the old man of God said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And he said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first and bring it unto me and after that make for thee and for thy son. For thus saith the Lord God. He's the same God. He's still the same. I said he's that same God. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel. The barrel of meal shall not waste. Neither shall the cruise of oil fail. Until that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah. And she and he and her house did eat many days. And the barrel of meal wasted not. Neither did the cruise of oil fail. According to the word of the Lord. Which he spake by Elijah. Hallelujah. I feel like worshiping him in this house right now. Hallelujah. Is he still the same? Does he never change? Is he the same yesterday? Is he the same today? Is he the same forever? If he cared back then, does he still cares or does he change? Hallelujah. Somebody please reach 
for him right now. I'm going to keep saying it. I was young, but now I'm old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken. I have never seen his seed begging bread. God's going to move. God's going to move. He has a good reputation. He's going to move. He's moved before. He's going to move again. He's made a way before. He'll make a way again. It was in the late 80s. We left home. Sheila and I, we only had John. We left home. We go to Texas and preach. We leave Texas and we go to, to New Mexico. We go come back to Oklahoma and then go on out and preach in Arizona. Come back to preach in Tulsa and head home. Every one of them was small churches. Time we didn't rent one room. We'd, we'd sleep in our van or make it sleep in a Sunday school. Just being so we could keep preaching. That trip we didn't rent one room. Those thousands of miles we drove preaching. We were gone, I guess, about three weeks. We are coming home, counting my bills. I got three days off. I got another week's meeting to go to. I need $800 to pay my bills when I get home. The little churches that helped me, I knew I was in the will of God. They did all they could do. I probably didn't have, I probably had less than $50. I had $800 worth of bills. Sheila's been, uh, a, a preacher's wife can make you or break you. Sheila's been, I mean, she's been a blessing. I don't have words to describe her kindness, her faithfulness to God, her love for you all, and her love for God. But we're, we're coming somewhere between Memphis and Nashville, and Sheila turns around and she says, Honey, you, you know we got home, we got these bills. You, you, you feel anything, what we're going to do? And, and I remember we prayed together, and I said, Babe, all I know is we've been faithful, and God's more faithful than us. That's, that's all I know. That's all I know. That's all I know. We have been faithful. God is more faithful than us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That preach all by itself. Hallelujah. Friend, when you, God's not obligated unless you're faithful. But when you're faithful, God is more faithful than you. Hallelujah. I feel a strength in here today. We got home. And I told her, I said, I'm not, 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 not even going straight home. I'm going by the post office. And we were wore out. I went by the post office. And, and uh, my, my friend I went to school with, there was a check in the mail enough to pay my tithes out of it, go get groceries out of it, pay every bill I had, and enough gas to get me to my next meeting. Hallelujah. 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 About three weeks later, about three weeks later, a month later, right, just right in this same time, had a, had a large light bill deal. We had no money. Somebody I hadn't heard from in months, a check came from South Georgia. It was right to the cent. I mean right to the penny to pay my light bill. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not telling you I've had not had valley since then or cried since then, but I'm telling you this is not a fable to me. This is not a, this is not just something I've heard somebody else say. I've watched this God make a way. I've watched this God be faithful. I've watched this God show up. I've watched this God turn it around. I've watched this God change it. I've watched him fix it. I've seen him make a way where there seemed to be no way. I don't think he brought you this far to let you go. I don't think he brought you this far not to move this time. I don't think he did all that not to do this. I don't think he fixed all that not to fix this. And if you're saying, Brother Andy, you don't know how bad it is, you're the one I'm talking to. If you say, Brother Andy, you don't know, you don't know what it is this time, but he's still God. He's still God. A hundred directions, but sometime in your children, there'll be needs. 
This little boy's not breathing, but your baby might be dead in sin or dead in a crisis of problem. When Elisha was come unto the house, behold, the child was dead. And he laid him upon his bed. Now, here's the key to this whole thing. When this crisis happened, that woman run to the man of God. Hallelujah. Would you, everybody in the building, help me preach today. Would you turn around one person, tell one person, I want to remind you where you are today. Would you turn around? I just want you to know where you are today. Look where you are today. Everybody's not shouting. Everybody's not feeling chill bump. But we've come to the rock of our salvation. We've come. Hallelujah. Anybody can come when they got chill bumps. Some of you come dragging a foot. And some of you come with the load. And somebody come with the burden. But devil, you done messed up by letting me get here. I think I'm going to get help just because I got here. Hallelujah. I think something's going to get a hold of me just because I made it to the presence of Jesus. There's joy in his presence. There's mercy in his presence. There's strength in his presence. She went, she went to the man of God. And he went in there forth and shut the door upon them. And he prayed unto the Lord. And he went up and lay upon the child and put his mouth upon his mouth. And, he, and his eyes upon his eyes and his hands upon his hands. And he stretched himself upon the child and the flesh of the child waxed warm. Hallelujah. Then he returned and walked into the house to and fro and went up and stretched himself upon him. And the child sneezed seven times and the child opened his eyes. Hallelujah. And he said, Gehazi, he said, call this Shunammite. And he called her when she's come on the hill. He said, take up thy son. She went in and fell at his feet and bowed herself to the ground and took up her son and went out. Hallelujah. I wish somebody be bold and say, devil, it's not over yet. Hallelujah. 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 Sing, sing it one more time. Hallelujah. I don't know a lot about boxing or wrestling, but they say when somebody throws in the towel and said, I'm beat this time, I surrender. Somebody threw in the towel, but I wish you'd pick it up right now. Say, devil, I don't think this fight's over. I think I can go one more round. I think there's still something left in me. I think God's a restore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody pick up the towel. Somebody, somebody, don't quit. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't surrender. I'll search for the light of day in the dead of night. We've all found ourselves worn out in the same old fire. We've all run to things that we know just ain't right. But there's a better life. Yes, there is. There's a better life. And if you've got pain, he's a pain taker. Yes, if you feel
chain breaker. Sheila and I got married. You couldn't, I hadn't, I don't know if I'd ever taste it. If I did, whatever reason, I did not like broccoli. And one day she asked me, she said, well, will you just taste of it? And if you, if you ever had steak or something, the possible I told about, but get, get them to grill your broccoli and get it a little crunchy. And I, I don't know, I don't know whether you saw somebody, you got hurt, you got wounded, but you're afraid of Jesus. Somebody watching or somebody here, would you just try him today? Just, just, you don't even have to lift you. You don't even have to move, but down inside say, Lord, can you help me? Will you help me? But somebody, somebody's watching this program. They've, God's been kind. They watch all over the country now. But while somebody just sitting in your home, just say, Lord, will you help me? Will you help me, Lord? Sometime in your walk with God, doing all you can to live and walk with the Lord. Time the enemy just trips somebody up and they just blow it. They just mess up. Peter just messed up and the devil's telling him it's over. He'll never get back. And the Lord turned and looked up on Peter. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord. Had said to him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. But just a few books over. Hallelujah. Peter stood there and he said, This is that that was spoken of by the prophet Joel. In the last days, saith God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You better watch out, devil. Somebody's going to get back up. Somebody. God's going to remember somebody. God's going to move for somebody in hard times these little old men of God are facing hard times your marriage your health your fi- sometimes even as God's people we face hard times in Acts 16 24 who having received such a charge thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks in the Philippine jailer this when he was converted and at midnight Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison was shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands was loosed. If you're praying for somebody, if you're praying for somebody and you reach for them and you reach for them and it seems so far, I even I, I even I am he that blotteth out all thy transgressions for mine own sake and I'll not remember thy sins. Hebrews 10 and Hebrews 10 17 and all thy sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Luke 19 10 for the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. You may, you may have in my voice, you may have heard a new confidence or, or, or even an authority or you may have heard a, a, a fresh faith inside of me simply because I'm not preaching this morning about one of my heroes, John Wynn, or one of the great men or women of God that's in this house today. I'm not preaching to some about some great preacher apostle. I'm preaching about the author and the finisher of our faith. I, I, I'm talking to you, I have total confidence. He's the son of man. He's the Lord. He's the Messiah. He's the leader and the Savior. I preach to you about the Redeemer, the 
the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. I have total confidence today as I have exhorted and talked to you about the faithful witness, the firstborn to the dead, the ruler of the kings on earth, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. I have a great authority if I spoke to you about the word, about the living word, about the way, the truth, and the life. He's the light of the world. He's the bread of life. He's the door of the sheep. He's the good shepherd. He's the mediator of a new covenant. He's the deliverer, the high priest. He's the author of life. He's the advocate. He's Emmanuel. He's hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's the holy one. He's king of kings and lord of lords. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah and yet he's the root of David. He's the lamb of God. He's the alpha and the omega. He's the firstborn of all creation. He's the advocate. He's the alpha and the omega, the almighty, the amen. He's the apostle and the high priest of our confession. He's the author and the finish of our faith. He's the beloved. He's the beloved son. He's the bread of life. He's the living bread and he's the bridegroom. Hallelujah. He's the captain of our salvation, but he's a carpenter. He's a carpenter's son, but he's the lily of the valley. He's a chief shepherd. He's the chosen one. He's Christ. He's Christ Jesus. I feel authority in here today. Hallelujah. He's Christ the Lord. He's Christ who is above all. He's the consolation of Israel. Hallelujah. He's a chief cornerstone. He's a day spring. He's a deliverer. He's the elder of many brothers. He's Emmanuel. He's a faithful and true witness. Hallelujah. He's the first and the last. He's the firstborn among many brothers. He's the firstborn from the dead. He's the firstborn of all creation. He's the first fruit. He's a friend of sinners. Hallelujah. He's the door to the sheepfold. He's glory. He's a good shepherd. He's the grains of wheat. He's the good shepherd of the sheep. He's the head. He's the head of the church. He's hidden manna. He's the high priest. He who's hold the keys of David. He who's coming, hallelujah, clouds of glory. He's the holy one, the holy servant. He's hope. He's the horn of salvation. He's the I am. He's the invisible gift. He's the in- He's the intercessor. He's Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. He's the judge of the world. He's the just one. He's the just judge. He's the king. He's the king of Israel. He's king of kings. He's Timothy. Would you stand to your feet and start walking toward these altars or just stand where you are? He's the lamb of God. He's the leader. He's the leader and the perfecter of our faith. He's he's our savior. He's life. He's light. He's the light of all. He's the light of the world. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the Lord. He's my Lord. Hallelujah. He's the Lord God Almighty. He's the He's Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's Lord of all. He's Lord of glory. He's Lord of Lords. He's Lord of peace. He's the Master, the Mediator. He's the Messiah. He's the Morning Star. He's the Nazarene. He's the Passover. He's the power and wisdom of God. He's the power of salvation. He's the priest forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's the Prince of Life. Hallelujah. He's Prince of Peace. He's Rabbi. He's the ransom. He's the redeemer. He's the rescuer from this present evil age. Hallelujah. He's the radiance of God's glory. He's the resurrection and the life. He's the risen son. He's the root of David. He's a hallelujah. He's hallelujah. He's a ruler. He's the king of kings. He's revelations. He's ruler and savior. He's savior. He's savior of the world. He's second Adam. He's a servant of the Jews. He's a shepherd and the garden of every soul. He's the beloved son. He's the firstborn son, son of Abraham, son of David. 
He's the Lord. Hallelujah. He's the Lord. He's the Lord. He's the Lord. He's a spiritual rock. He's a living stone. He's a He's the teacher. He's a mediator. He's a true one. He's a true vine. He's the only way, truth, and life. He's the one who was and is and is to come. He's the wisdom of God, the wonderful counselor. He's the word. In Genesis, he's the bread of life. In Exodus, he's the Passover lamb. In Leviticus, he's our high priest. In Numbers, he's the fire by night. In Deuteronomy, he's a, he's a prophet like unto Moses. In Joshua, he's the salvation. Hallelujah. Judges, he's the lawgiver. In Ruth, he's the kinman's redeemer. In First and Second Samuel, he's our trusted prophet. In Kings and Chronicles, he's sovereign. In Ezra, he's a true and faithful scribe. In Nehemiah, he's a rebuilder of broken down walls and shattered lives and he's in this house today hallelujah in Esther he's a Mordecai's courage in Job he's a timeless redeemer in Psalms he's our good shepherd and our bright morning star in Proverbs he's wisdom crying in Ecclesiastes he's a time for every season in the Psalms of Solomon he's a lover of my soul he is and was and is to come in Isaiah he's prince of peace in Jeremiah he's a weeping prophet in in Lamb He's the cry for Israel. In Ezekiel, he's the wheel in the middle of the wheel. In Daniel, he's the fourth man in the fire. In Hosea, he's forever faithful. In Joel, he's the spirit and the power. In the last days, in Amos, he's the arms that carry us. In Obedidah, he's the Lord, our Savior. In Jonah, he's the great missionary. In Micah, he's the promise of peace. In Nahum, he's our strength and shield. In Abedekah and Zephaniah, he's pleading for revival. In Haggai, he restores lost heritage. In Zechariah, he's our foundation. In Malachi, he's a son of righteousness. And he's rising with healing in his wings. Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John, he's our Savior. Hallelujah. The book of Acts, he's a fire from heaven. In Romans, he's a grace of God. Corinthians, he's the power of love. In Galatians, he's freedom from the curse of sin. In Ephesians, he's our glorious treasure. In Philippians, he's the servant's heart. In Colossians, hallelujah, he's the Lord. Thessalonians, he's our soon coming king. In Timothy, Titus, and Philman, he's our mediator and our faithful pastor. In Hebrews, he's the everlasting covenant. James, he's the one who heals the sick. In first and second Peter, he's our shepherd. In John and Jude, he's the lover coming for his bride. And in Revelations, he's king of kings and he's Lord of lords. He is, he's the prince of peace. Hallelujah. He's the Lamb. Hallelujah. He's the great I am. He's the Alpha. Now, can I talk to you about Jesus? Can I tell somebody, I don't know what you're facing, but Jesus is faithful. I don't know what you're going through, but Jesus is faithful. Right where you stand or come to this altar, let him help you right now. Would somebody let him help you? I feel help in the building. I feel help in the house.